The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. A newly formed Taxis for Ireland coalition has been put together by several organisations in the tourism, hospitality and enterprise sectors. Uh, they've written to the Taoiseach, to Leo Varadkar and the Transport Minister, Eamon Ryan, saying that the extreme shortage of taxis across the country has been affecting the economy, it's been affecting tourism and hospitality as well. Joining me now is the CEO of the Restaurants Association of Ireland, Adrian Cummins. Uh, they are one of the uh, groups who came together to form this uh, coalition. Adrian, you're welcome to the studio. Good evening, Kieran. Uh, so tell me a little bit about it. Why did you put this together and who is involved? Well, it's out of frustration to tell you the truth, Kieran. And the coalition is a number of organisations between the public and associations, ourselves from the Restaurant Association and other organisations that have, um, let's say, skin in the game in terms of provision of um, transport in the country. Um, and what we're trying to do here is draw attention to the government. We want to have a meeting with them face to face. We want to sit down with the government and for them to acknowledge that there is an issue around the shortage of taxis across the entire state. And can we come up with solutions collectively in terms of provision of taxi supply, increasing the taxi supply across the entire state, um, especially around the nighttime economy, daytime economy as well. Uh, that is good for the taxi industry and is also good for consumers and the economy at large. Are there any taxi organisations in the coalition? Uh, there's no taxi representative organisation in the coalition, uh, but we, we, we're open to any new uh, members joining us uh, because this has to be an all-inclusive... Did you approach them, though? Well, you know, our, our main approach is to the government itself. We want them to acknowledge there is a shortage. Seven out of ten uh, people that we have uh, polled and surveyed uh, over the last number of months, identify that taxi supply is an issue. Mm. It doesn't matter whether it's in Kilkenny or Galway or Cork or any part of the country, even in rural parts of, of Ireland, there's a shortage of, of public transport I, for, for 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 people to get I, home safely. I'd wager taxi drivers aren't in that 7 and 10. Is that is that why you haven't included them? Because when we have them on here and we put it to them that there's a shortage, they say, no, there's not. Well, I, you know, they're probably, you know, taxis will probably say that because you know, why would they want to increase the supply if there's a monopoly in place already? And uh, in certain parts of the country, there's actually actually no taxis uh, provision whatsoever. And there's issues around that in terms of the cost of of, of getting a taxi plate, in terms of insurance and the uh, and maintaining a taxi as well. But what's, what we have at the moment is not good enough. Um, we have, uh, in terms of, of uh, tourist numbers into our country, you know, taxis... If you're a tourist and you're, let's just say, West Cork, for example, mm. and you want to get to the next town, could be 10, 15 miles away for a night out or a pint or whatever it is. It's about the booking of a taxi. If you're able to book a taxi, there may be no public transport available to them. So this has to be, we need to think about the solutions, how we can provide yeah. extra extra transport in these areas. And it's not about the local link, which provides a very good community service. But that's normally by daytime. Yeah. This has to be around the nighttime economy. Well, yeah, I know this is pure anecdote, uh, but I'm lucky enough in Kilkenny that I, I live in town. I can walk home uh, if and when I am out. But I happen to be in Dublin twice relatively recently and I wouldn't be out late much in Dublin or, or up. I tend to 
go home after the show. But on both occasions, I had to try and get a taxi. One of them, a hotel said, I'd ring a taxi for you, but it'll be over an hour before the taxi gets here. The other occasion, I just walked back to where I was staying. It was about an hour's walk in the middle of the night, but it was easier than waiting. I would have been waiting longer for a taxi. Now, it's fine. I don't mind walking home. I, I don't feel particularly imperiled. I've seen the certain parts of the city I wouldn't be that happy about going through. But I mean, if it was my wife out, I don't think she'd walk home. I don't think she'd be very happy about walking an hour. I think I think she'd feel very unsafe about walking an hour home at two a.m. in Dublin. Absolutely, and you know the narrative that we would get from the st- from the government agencies is sure we have lots of public transport, but public transport doesn't go to every town uh, and every house in the city. It's probably the last the last half mile where the the bus bus stops, and there's a half a mile left. Uh, where they have to walk to their to their to their door, which can be quite dangerous for single uh, women, and that's where they would like to have a taxi to get them directly from door to door yeah. and have that service in place. So, what what is the solution that you're suggesting to government? I think we need to look at the legislation in place to make it more easier for people to get into the provision of uh, public transport in terms of a taxi or a hackney or or whatever type of transport that it has required. Um, insurance is another issue. Um, and we need to think outside the box. And we need to look at other jurisdictions of what, what they and how they provide mm. provide for it. And a, lo- a lot of them have. And sorry, because I'm, I'm pre- preempting a lot of the text that I know will come in. A lot of them will talk about Uber or other versions of, of casual taxi drivers. People for whom this is not bread and butter. It's just a bit of extra money. Yes, that and, doesn't really exist here. And, and part of our coalition, we have Bolton, we have Uber as part of a coalition as well to be to, to acknowledge them also. And I think we need to look at what platforms are out there, what is viable for our country. We need to make sure that safety and security is paramount around this. How do we make sure that the driver that's driving you home is guarded vetted to make sure that they're you know you're safe when you get into that uh, taxi? The taxi is, itself is road road worthy, mm. and all of those issues as well. So. You know, there's a job of work to be done. Our door is open. We need to get the agencies and the National Transport Authority to open their door and listen to us. They're not listening to what we are saying in terms of we are on the ground in every state, every part of the state. But it seems to be this Dublin-centric um, attitude towards our coalition. Yeah. We need to make sure that they listen to what we're hearing, what, what, what we're saying, and they appreciate that there is a serious issue out there. Seven out of ten consumers have identified that. Why have the regulators and policymakers in this country been so reluctant, do you think, to embrace that casual model or the Uber model? Because we're in an, we have an archaic system. We are fearful in this country of changing uh, regulation and changing laws. We can see it in other parts of the economy, but we need to make things happen. We need to change the laws and we need to make sure that we have a a 21st century fit for purpose public transport system that is open to everybody and all parts of the country. Adrian Cummins, CEO of the Restaurants Association of Ireland. Adrian, thanks a million uh, for popping into us. Maybe it's time, says Sean, uh, to think about issuing late night specific taxi licenses. Uh, Cahal in Ashtown says, last Friday I tried to get a taxi from Dublin city centre. I had to walk past Stony Batter before I got one that was free. The first guy only took cash, so I had to get out again because I didn't have any and look for one who took cards. And this listener says, addressing the taxi shortage, but not a taxi representative on the committee. Failed to plan, plan to fail. Well, I think my sense, and Adrian has just left studio, my sense is that uh, there's not a taxi representative on the committee because they are 
quite diametrically opposed to what the taxi representatives actually want. They do not want further deregulation, the taxi groups. They do not want Uber. Adrian and others very much want Uber in this country. Do you, though? The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.